shall read from Matthew. Matthew chapter 16. From verse 13. When Jesus came into the coasts of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Whom do men say that I, the Son of Man, I am? And they said, Some say that thou art John the Baptist, some Elias, and others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. He saith unto them, But whom say ye? That I am. And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Bajona, for flesh and blood hath not revealed this unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. And I say also unto thee, that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Matayo sura ya kumina mukago kuba kunyolo kuminesa. Awe Yesu weyaja kunjui za kaisaria echa filipo. Na abuza wa igirizwa we ngabagamba anti. Omwana omuntu abantubamu itabatia. Nibagamba anti abalalabamu itayokano mbatiza. Abalalanti elia, abalalanti elemia. Obomu kubanabi. Naba gama anti na yemwe mumpita mutia. Simoni Petru na damu na mugamba anti. Gwe kristo umwana wakatonda umulamu. Yesu na damu na mugamba anti olinomu kisa Simoni Bayona. Wango umbili na umu saite biyaku vikulidecho. Wabula chitange alimu guru. Nange nkugamba anti. Gwe Petru. Nange ndizi mbe kanisa yange kuruwa ziru no. Nemiliango ejema gombe tejirijiinza. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his word. You may be seated. I want us to share tonight on what I have called we have a firm foundation. We have a firm Foundation. Amen. We have a firm or sure foundation. Now, a foundation is a base whereby something is based or lies. Amen. We look at the house. Foundation. Houses have foundations. And a house without a farm or a good foundation is, is not a house and it cannot last for long. A house should have a good, good foundation. When people are building, like for example, uh, a storied building, they will make sure that they dig deep and lay concrete and hard coal and iron bars to make sure the foundation is so firm and it cannot be shaken by anything. Because if it have has a shaky foundation, then that house will not stand. People these days, they make sure their children get a very good background or a good educational foundation. Sometimes they even put their children in kindergarten, in international schools to make sure 
the education background is so good because there is a lot of competition these days. So when they take their children in international schools and they get that good foundation, then in the future, they can even easily get jobs. They can even compete internationally because they got a good Background. A good educational foundation. These days they have even changed the curriculum. Even here in this country. People used to study different subjects. Which don't even pertain to their future. But these days they have introduced a curriculum. Whereby they look at children. And they get their talents. And identify them. Instead of studying a lot of subjects, they make sure that they specify according to their talents. Laying a foundation. The same thing applies to the faith. If your faith does not have a sure foundation, that faith will never stand. You are on a shaky foundation as far as your faith is concerned. Jesus said, they worship me in vain. Teaching for doctrine, they commandment can you imagine that is a, a lamentable situation? Being on that kind of foundation. Worshipping God in vain. When your faith is not in a sure foundation. Do you know that denominational people have that kind of foundation? They worship in vain. Teaching for doctrine, the commandments of men. Thank God tonight that God has opened your eyes and he has put your faith on a sure, sure, firm foundation. God has, re has revealed to you the truth and he has given you the right foundation. We were in denominations. On such shake, shake foundations. Take an example of this Catholic foundation and the Protestant foundation. People pilgriming. Long distances. Thinking that they are serving God. Thinking that they are on the right foundation. And yet they are on a shaky foundation. This pilgrimage which has just ended. Uh, I was reading. Of a young boy who traveled all the way he walked from Port Potro to come at Namugongo. I think a senior three boy on foot all the way. And when he reached Namugongo, uh, the speaker identified him in that pilgrimage. The speaker of parliament the speaker of parliament. She called him out. The boy come here. As she was giving her speech. She asked him. Where have you come from? Do you have any need in your life? And the boy told him. I pilgrimed all the way from Port Potro. Because I have a need. I don't have school fees. And I made this pilgrimage. Knowing that God will hear my prayer. And the speaker gave her $10,000. 
and gave her transport to take her back. And told her, told him, I will sponsor all your fees until you finish your education. So to such a person, I believe that one was a great miracle. And sometimes God allows such things. Though you are not on a farm foundation, but just to honor your faith somehow. But I believe now that boy, I think he believed that when you make such, such a sacrifice, then it touches God. And then God blesses you. Somehow he's blessed. But that foundation is not the right foundation. Because people like Martin Luther, that message of the saddest church age, he also used to sacrifice like that. Because it is believed that one day he had to climb stairs on his knees. Thinking that when he does that, he will appease God. And he will have favor with God. One time he struck himself with, you know, he beat himself until he fainted. Thinking that by doing that, God will forgive him of his sins. But one day, he was reading the Bible. And he came across a scripture. In Romans 1.17. Uh, they just shall live by faith. That you don't have to struggle. To please God. God paid it all. Through his son Jesus Christ. They just Shall live and then, there, and then God opened his eyes. And he got the right foundation of his faith. Brother, it takes God and God himself to give you the right foundation of your faith. It is by grace that we are here. God's grace has opened our eyes and put us on the right foundation which is so firm the foundation of his word. It is just the grace of God. Amen? Amen. We have a firm foundation. Hear what the prophet is saying. Now our faith cannot rest upon nothing. A Christian, his faith has to have a solid resting place. You know that? And the only resting place that a Christian, a true born again Christian can rest his faith or has is upon the unmovable word of God. It isn't built upon the shifting sands of men's theology. And doctrines and upon some church affiliation. But a true believer, his faith rests solidly and shifting as he approaches the word of God. Amen. Amen. The base, the foundation of our faith is not in man's theology. Is not in creeds and dogmas. Our faith, the prophet is telling us, is in the unmovable, solid word 
of God. Jesus said, Heavens and earth shall pass away, but my word shall never pass away. Somewhere he says, As for God, His ways are perfect. The word of the Lord is tried. He is a buckler to those ones that trust in him. His word is tried. His ways are perfect. He is a buckler to those ones that trust in him. He's a buckler, he's a shield. To those ones that take him at his word. To those ones who take that foundation of the word. Heavens and earth shall pass away. But my word shall never pass away. And somewhere he said, He who hears these words of mine and does them. I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the storms came and the floods descended and the rains hit this house. But it remained standing because it was on a firm, solid foundation. But he who hears these words of mine and does not do them, he's like a foolish person who built his house on the sand and the storms came and the rains descended and hit this house and great was the fall of this house. Do you know that many people have built their lives, their faiths just on the sand? Thank God tonight that you opened your understanding to build your faith on a solid ground which is the word of God. We sing that song on Christ that solid rock I stand all other ground sinking sand. All other ground is sinking sand. On Christ the solid rock I stand. Christ, the word of God. That is where our faith is supposed to be based. The message of the hour. The true revelation of the word of God. True restoration back to this foundation that is the solid rock where our faith should be on Christ, the solid rock, I stand. My faith is not based on anything else. It goes on to say in that song, my faith has found a resting place. And that resting place is on Jesus' blood and his righteousness. Jesus the word. The righteousness of Jesus. Walking in the word. Being a doer of the word. Being in the righteousness of the Lord Jesus Christ. On Christ the solid rock I stand. That is a sure firm faith ground. Job, Job had put his faith on that ground. Because God himself testified about him. When Satan came to him, 
after the Bible says all the sons of God had gone to present themselves before the Lord and Satan also came among them and God asked him where are you coming from? He said from walking to and from up and down the earth and God asked him have you considered my servant Job? A perfect and upright man. A man who ensures evil. And fears me. And Satan told him. Does Job fear you for not? You have put a hedge around him. You have blessed Job. You have given him substance. Take away that. He has, and he will curse you to the face. And God told him, go ahead and take it, but don't touch his life. And the Bible says, one day, one of the servants of Job came to him and told him, you know you are Oxens were plowing and the asses feeding around them and the Sabians came and took all of them and they killed all the servants. Here I am, I have remained to bring this bad news. And as he was pondering over that, another servant comes. Your sheep were uh, feeding and then fire came from heaven, smote all of them. Here I am. I'm the only one who has remained. As he was still there, another one comes. You are asses. We are feeding. And then the Chaldeans came and took all of them. I'm the only one who has remained. Shortly comes another servant. Your children were feasting in one of the eldest sons' homes. And the wind came and hit that house. And they all died there. And their job, the Bible says that he rent his mantle, shaved his hair, knelt down and worshipped the Lord. And he said, I came from my mother's womb naked. Naked will I return. The Lord gave me. The Lord has taken away. May the name of the Lord be glorified. Satan comes again. And God asks him. Have you considered my servant Job? Though you moved me against him. And Satan tells him skin for skin. Touch his health and he will cast you to the face. And God tells him, go ahead, but don't take his life. And Satan starts on Job's health until Job was full of boils, until Job was smelly, until the wife came to him and told him, why don't you deny God? And at least die. And Job tells her, you are speaking like a foolish woman. Shall we expect all the good things from the Lord? This woman did not, get, did not have the true faith foundation compared to Job's faith. I believe God had, had, rather Job had a true revelation of the God whom he served. That's why his faith was firm. Job could not look at the substance that he had. Though he was a very wealthy man. 
And the Bible says that he was a very wise man. Because people used to come from all over Palestine to come and get counsel from Job. His foundation was not on that stuff. But he had a true revelation of his God. And he could not be moved. Brethren, that is what we need. Jesus said, Yes, we are gamba. He who hears these words of mine and believes on him who sent me, he has everlasting life. And he will not be condemned. But he has already passed from death and to life. He who hears these words of mine. He who gets a true revelation. It is not a matter of hearing. But it is to hear with a spiritual ear. And get that true revelation. Thank God in this age that we are in. God has given us that spiritual ear. To catch a true revelation. Of who our God is. A true revelation of the word of God. A true revelation of the message of the hour. That is the only thing. That will withstand storms. That was the only thing that enabled Job to overcome. The wife was on another foundation altogether. Jesus asked his disciples, what do people say that I, the son of man, I am? And the disciples said, some people say you are John the Baptist. Some people say you are Jeremiah. Some people say you are Elijah. He said, but you, what do you say that I am? And Peter said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. <coughs> And Jesus told him, Blessed art thou, Simon. For flesh and blood has not revealed this one. But my Father in heaven has revealed this to you. And upon this rock, I will build my church. And the gates of hell will not prevail against you. And the prophet says, some people think that Jesus built his church upon Peter. He said, how can God build his church upon a, a, a man who even denied him? He said, read it as it is. Upon this rock, upon this revelation, I will build my church. And the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Jesus builds his church upon revelation. And you know that is he himself who reveals that is the true revelation. Brethren, without the true revelation, when these storms come, you will never remain standing. It takes God himself revealing to you who he is. That is what sets the right firm foundation. He came to Abraham and told him, Abraham, leave your country, leave your father's house, 
Leave your kindreds. Come to a, whole, uh, uh, a land that I will show you. I will make out of you a great name. I will bless those ones who will bless you. I will curse those ones who will curse you. Abraham had that voice. Abraham you see, the Bible says, Bible faith cometh by hearing, and hearing the word of God. Now, that word, it is not just hearing words of God, but it's just a special revelation. I believe Abraham got a special revelation that word, that voice that he had it was a distinct clear voice I believe why we are here tonight we had a certain voice a voice of God a voice which was very clear just like that voice that Abraham had that's why we are called Abraham's seed Abraham Abraham had that clear, clear voice. And he identified it from all other voices. And he, he considered it, he knew this was the voice of God. He followed that voice. He staggered somewhere. Went together, you know. But then he comes back. And God continued confirming that voice. He meets him and tells him, Abraham, I am your shield. And you are exceeding great reward. Walk before me and be perfect. To the children of God, God will continue revealing. Revealing himself to them, building that foundation. Abraham tells him, Lord, what will you give me? Seeing I go childless, and this servant of many years will be my heir. He tells him, no, I will give you your own child from your bowels. It is not Eliezer who will be your heir, but I will give you your own child. And Abraham takes that promise. He cleaves to it. He waits for 25 years. And that promise is fulfilled. He was already on a right foundation of faith which was given by God himself. God gives him another test. Bring your only child. Isaac, take him to a place that I will show you. And he moves with Isaac with his two servants. They reach Mount Moria, and God tells him, that is the place. He tells his servants, stay here, I'm going to worship with the Lord. And they claim that mountain. And in the middle of the mountain, Isaac asks him, Father, I can see the firewood, I can see the knife, but where is the sacrifice? He tells him, my son, hold your peace. God himself will provide for the sacrifice. Believing that God who gave him Isaac. And when he reaches that mountain and he ties Isaac, prepares the altar, puts him on the altar, when he lifts his Sword to slay him. The Bible says that the angel of God spoke from heaven. And said, Abraham, Abraham. Abraham, I have seen that you love me. Don't slay your child. And he turns to see. He sees a ram caught in the thicket. 
And he takes it and he sacrifices it. And the Bible says that God spoke to him the second time. And told him, Abraham, Abraham, I have seen that you love me. By myself have I sworn that in blessing I will bless. In multiplying I will multiply. And your seed will be like will be like the sand on the seashore. And your seed will possess the gates of the earth. By myself have I sworn. And the prophet says, God gave Abraham that final covenant unconditionally. I have seen your faith, Abraham. <coughs> that is not shaky. But do you know that that one was given by God himself? Here what the prophet is saying here. In this message of he swore by himself. God said, Abraham, because you have did this, not what somebody else did, but because you have done this, by faith you walked and I have honored that thing that you have done. <coughs> I've honored your faith. You have done this thing without knowing what would be the outcome. I have saved you. I will save your seed. I will take an oath by myself. And your seed shall possess the gates of their enemy. Amen? That settles it. He goes on to say, here Paul picks it up in Hebrews to refer back to it. And he picked it in Galatians and in Ephesians and all through referring to it that our foundation is solid. Not some mythical built up something. But it is thus saith the Lord. God took an oath himself. <coughs> he goes on to say, oh my. What a firm foundation. Ye saints of the Lord. That was a firm foundation. God himself swearing giving an oath to Abraham and his seed. Abraham, your seed will possess the gates of its enemies. Abraham was on a firm foundation. But do you know, the prophet says, that foundation was not just laid by Abraham. It is God himself who laid that firm foundation for Abraham. Amen? Amen? He says here, and what did he confirm to Father Abraham? He told Abraham, he gave him the covenant unconditionally. Not because Abraham was Abraham. <coughs> we have went through that just a few weeks, you know. He gave Abraham the covenant because God himself chose Abraham. And he elected him before the foundation of the world. 
Abraham before he ever was born on this earth God knowed all about him. He knowed what he would do. And by grace he chose Abraham. And not only Abraham but Abraham and his seed. Oh my. Amen. God chose Abraham before the foundation of the world. God knew what Abraham would do. God knew Abraham's heart. And you know that he also knew his seed's heart. God knew our hearts before the foundation of the world. And he gave us that firm foundation of he himself revealing himself to us. The Bible says, not he who runneth, not he who willeth, but it is to whom the Lord will have mercy. It is not by your struggling, it was not by Abraham's being a, a, a righteous man or anything, but it was the election of God. He revealed himself to Abraham. He revealed himself to you and me. He set his own foundation. Amen. He goes on to say, How firm a foundation have we got? That when the prince of all princes, when the god of all gods, <coughs> when the king of all kings, and the lord of all lords, the beginning of the beginnings himself, he, he took an oath by himself, for where there is none greater that he would confirm this covenant with Abraham. And with his seed. Amen? Amen. Not because of Abraham's uh, being good or anything. But the prophet is telling us he gave Abraham the covenant because God himself chose him and elected him before the foundation of the world. Before he ever was born on earth, God knew all about him. He knew what he would do by, and by grace he chose him. And not Abraham only, but Abraham and his seed. Brethren, that is the foundation that we have. God revealing himself to us. God has his people in every age and he lays foundations for them. He reveals himself to them in all ages and that sets a firm foundation. Flesh and blood has not revealed this one to you. But my father in heaven has revealed this to you. And upon this rock, upon this foundation, this revelation of the word of God, God himself revealing himself to you, that's where I'll build my church. And the gates of hell will never prevail against That is a sure, firm foundation. The rest is Sinking sun. Amen. Amen. The Bible says. 
in Philippians 2.12, it says, let us carry out our salvation with fear and trembling. We should not take these things for granted that God has been merciful unto us but we should carry out our salvation with fear and trembling. Philippians 2.12 Wherefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God which worketh in you, both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Amen. Carry out your salvation with fear and trembling. Brethren, this grace that God has extended to us by opening our eyes to see this truth, God himself coming to you and opening your understanding and setting the foundation of your faith should not be taken by granted for granted. We should carry out our salvation with fear and trembling. We should ask ourselves who am I to be chosen of God? Who am I to understand the things of God? Who am I to understand the time that I'm in? When the whole world is so confused and they don't know what is taking place. But God opens your eyes to know the time, to know the seasons, to know the secrets of God, to know his plans, to prepare for his coming. Behold, I send Elijah the prophet before the great and dreadful day of the Lord comes. People are so confused. They don't know that that day is not far away. But God has opened your eyes to know his program, to know his plans. That should make us tremble or about his word. That should make us so much obedient to the word of God. Because truly, if you are an elect of God, you cannot take the word of God for granted. The Bible says, should we sin that grace may abound? Should we neglect the word of God because God has extended his grace to us? It should make us tremble. That's what Paul is talking about. Let us cut out our salvation with fear and trembling. If God's word expects you to be here tonight, make sure you are here seeking his face. Whatever God's word expects you to be and expects you to do, do it like Abraham or like Job. Verse 13, because he says, it is God 
kiti katonda who worketh in us yakoza mufe for it is god which worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure katonda yakoza mumwe it is the lord who worketh in you it is God who purposed that you get this truth. It is God Katonda who makes you able to hear that word and you get a conviction when the word is preached and you feel you are lacking. You don't have the baptism of the Holy Ghost. It is God who sets that hunger, that thirst in you. It is God working in you. The whole work of salvation as far as a child of God is concerned, as far as an elect of God is concerned, is the work of God himself. It is God who works in us. Both to will and to act according to his purpose. So that one should make us tremble. And should make us trust him more. And have more confidence in him. To know that it is God himself who has set me on the right foundation. It is God himself who is working in me both to will and to act according to his purpose. So when you get such favors, <coughs> then you should utilize them. That's the only thing we can pay back to God. Just to appreciate him. By leaving his word. Just to run and hide in him. That solid rock. That rock of ages. Because the rest is sinking sand. Brethren, the time that we are in, without the grace of God, it is very difficult. Because everything is pointing to the coming of the Lord. All these wars that we see, Terrible diseases like COVID. That war of Ukraine and Russia. Those are signs showing us that the coming of the Lord is so close. The prophet talked about all those things. Like that war of Ukraine. Events made clear by prophecy. God had already prophesied about such. But who are you and me to know God's program? To be on the right foundation when the whole world is confused. Who are you for God to make you will and act according to his good purpose to walk in God's program. That should make us tremble. It should make us love God the more and seek to please him and to fully surrender our lives to him as he continues working on us. Amen? Amina. I was sharing with a certain brother just last Wednesday as we are going back home after after fellowship. And he said, have you noticed that there is no jam? And at that time there is a lot of jam, especially around uh, Stella, you know, from Namasuba there around that area. A lot of jam. But now we are seeing scante, vehicles and so forth. He told me it's the scarcity of fuel. 
People have parked their vehicles. The economy has changed. And it's not only here. It is global. The whole world's economy is crumbling. Everything is turning up upside down. Whatever. Incurable diseases after COVID comes, this one. All those ones are signs of the coming of the Lord. But God has been so gracious to show you his program that he's soon coming. Are you ready? Are you following that program? Are you filled with the Holy Ghost? Are you ready for the rapture? God opened your understanding and showed you that great and dreadful day that is coming. And he sent you Elijah to open your eyes when people are confused. He has opened your eyes to see the, his mysteries. You know that that God is one God. They are not three. Has opened your eyes to see the seals to give you faith for the rapture, the thunders and so forth. What have you done about it? Does it put you on tenter hooks to seek for the Holy Ghost and to try and follow his program and make sure you're not left out? He opens our eyes for that very purpose. Because he loves us. When the whole world is confused, for you, you know. And that one should not make you relax. It should push you to be in that rock. The rock of ages. To be sealed there with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. For that is the only solid firm ground <coughs> which can never be shaken. Let the economy fail. We serve a true and living world. The Bible says all the world belongs to him. The world and its fullness belongs to God. Silver and gold are his. They cut on a thousand hills. Let the economy fail. He will feed his role. The Bible says that even the times of droughts, his will feed. His children will never lack. Amen? Amen? So, we are on a firm, sure foundation. The foundation of the word of God. The foundation of the revelation of God himself. Revealing himself to us. Second Timothy. Timothy. Chapter 2, verse 19. <coughs> Nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure, having this seal, the Lord knoweth them that are his. And let everyone that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. Amen. Let every name, let everyone that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. You see? Nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure. Having, he knows his own. His own. will never miss his program. His own. 
Ababe will not fail. Tevali de Meriwa. His throne, Ababe, will never be shaken. Tevali Nyezibwa. Job was not shaken. Though he was so much shaken, but he remained standing. He couldn't, he couldn't fail God. Let the storms come. Let the winds blow. But as long as God himself has set the foundation, his own will never fail. Because he made a covenant with them. He swore himself before even the foundation of... He knew them. Though he confirmed the swearing with Abraham, but the prophet is telling us he knew Abraham. He knew his works before the foundation of the world. He chose Abraham in him before the foundation of the world. And the prophet is telling us not Abraham only. Abraham and his seed. Oh, that makes me feel like jumping. In this difficult time, so hard, God knows me. He cares for me. It is Him who is making me live this life. The life of the Word. It is not my struggle, it is not anything. But it's just his grace. And that one should make me tremble over his word. That one should make me hide myself in him. That solid rock. The rest is sinking. Brethren, the rest is sinking. Money will not help people. Education will not help. It is only Christ. Because the Bible says, God is going to shake. You will shake this world, even the heaven. <laughs> but it is only people who have hidden in Christ. People who are on a the right foundation. The foundation of the word. Those are the people that will survive. The rest will crumble. And it is already crumbling. The economy is crumbling. The whole world is crumbling. But people who are on the right foundation. That solid foundation. They are the people who stand. People who will hear the word of God. Just like Jesus said, he who hears these words of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise person. Not just to hear, but to do. Do you do the word? You leave that one. Has it done something in your life? Do you desire to do it? Are you on the foundation of the word? That's the only thing that will save you. Brother Branham talks of a certain brother who was dying and he sent for Brother Branham to come and pray for him. And when he came, he asked him, Brother Branham, I feel my life is going. I feel I've reached my wit's end. But tell me, will I make it? And the prophet told him, if I was a physical doctor, and you ask me whether I will survive, whether you live or not. Maybe I would carry out all the tests to ascertain. He said, but I also being your spiritual doctor, I want to ask you, tell me, how have you treated the word of God? 
And the brother told him, Brother Branham, you remember when you preached to me and accepted this truth. And God opened my understanding to this I put on my best suit. I went to the water and you were the one who baptized me. And when I came out of water, since that time, I have obeyed every word that you have preached. I have lived that word up to this time. And the prophet told him, Brother, I want to tell you that you have passed from death to life. He who hears my word and believes on him who sent me has everlasting life and he will never be condemned because he has already passed from death to life. He is on the right foundation. Let trouble come. Let the devil shake. You are on the right foundation. That brother was on the right foundation. <coughs> the foundation of the word. He, goes, he says, when demons come, when powers come, when sicknesses come, when death itself stares you in the face, it just loses its place. It just melts away like the snow at the sunshine when we throw it in the light of the gospel. Amen? Let demons come. Let the devil rage. Let death stare you in the face. Just like this brother. It will just melt away. The prophet is telling us, just like snow on a sunny day. When the devil brings in death, it just plays you pushes you to the hands of God. Because you are on a firm foundation. The foundation of the word. The foundation of the true revelation of the word of God. Oh, he's a wonderful God. To reveal himself to us in these evil, wicked, bad Days. To show us his programs, to show us his ways. That one should not be taken for granted. It should make us tremble and desire to be found in him. May the Lord help us. It is only on Christ, the solid rock, for the rest. Is sinking, son.